Hello guys! Kamusta kayo? Welcome to our online youth service. I'm so glad that you can tune in and join us. Invite nyo na yung mga friends nyo na wala pa ngayon online to tag them. Share nyo tong post na to sa mga groups nyo. Um, I'm so glad that uh, even despite the quarantine season, you can take time to look into the Word of God, be inspired, and be transformed by this powerful truth, and uh, be inspired to apply it in our lives as well. So, we are actually at the second week of our series, Fearless. So, natutunan natin last week na yung goal ng series natin is for us to learn from certain men in the Bible who chose faith over fear when they were confronted with fearful situations. Ang hinuhope natin is that uh, learning from them, learning from their examples and testimonies, will be able to apply it in our own lives as well. Uh, because just like what A.W. Tozer said, a scared world is in need of a fearless church. And I believe that is what God is calling us to be, especially in these dark times. And uh, last week, pinag-usapan natin yung fearless witness, learning from the account of Peter and John. And uh, we learned that we are to share the love of Christ to other people. It's not about what we don't have. It's about what we have. And what we have is the love of Christ. And um, in order for that to happen, we need to be filled by the Holy Spirit. Sometimes we are finding it hard to be a witness because we are filling ourselves with the wrong things. And we also said that um, a genuine encounter with Jesus always leads to a passionate witness. So ngayong gabi naman pag-uusapan natin is the fearless warrior. The fearless warrior. And um, we will be studying certain passages from Numbers chapter 13 and Numbers chapter 14. So, I'll be reading two verses and then we will pray. Pero ready na ba kayo? Ready na ba kayo with your Bibles, yung mga pens, journals nyo? And most importantly, ready na ba yung mga puso at isip natin? So, okay ba yun? Um, basahin ko lang yung verses and then we will pray. Uh, Numbers chapter 13 verse 30. It says here, But Caleb quieted the people before Moses and said, let us go up at once and occupy it, for we are well able to overcome it. Numbers chapter 14, verse 24. It says here, But my servant Caleb, because he has a different spirit and has followed me fully, I will bring into the land into which he went, and his descendants shall possess it. Let's just pray. Holy Spirit, um, we acknowledge that apart from you, Revealing the truth that we just have read, Lord God. Di po namin ito maintindihan. So we humbly ask for your guidance, Lord Jesus. You promise to lead us into all truth. And also, Lord, we acknowledge, Lord God, that though limited kami, hindi kami makapag-meet physically during these times. But uh, nagpapasalamat kami na virtually we can talk about your truth. We also acknowledge that your word has no limitation. Hindi po mapipigilan yung kapangyarihan ng salita mo. And so, Lord, we declare that over our lives, Lord God, that your word is powerful, your word is alive, your word is active. May you do your work in and through us. We offer this time to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So, to give you guys a context of the passages that we have just read, in Numbers uh, chapter 13, verse 1 and 2, God reminded Moses about the inheritance that they have, the promised land that God has given them uh, in the earlier passages, in the earlier chapters. And um, God wants them to prepare. And He is giving them a special assignment to set aside a group of people 
who, was, who will scout out the promised land. And so yung ginawa nila Moses from the 12 tribes, pumili sila ng 12 spies. So maybe you're, you're wondering, kung hindi ko, hindi dapat pala yung topic natin, fearless spies. Um, yes, but I would like to make a case that these are no ordinary men. They have a, spe- a special mission ahead of them. And um, they need th- these are men who are con- to be considered warriors as well. Hindi lang to basta-bastang mga pinadala nila. Uh, to, to give you a context, no? Alam nyo ba na yung journey nila, yung mission na meron sila, um, it's a long journey and they need to cover 354 kilometers. Imagine that. In our context, that's from Manila to Ifugao. Gra- grabe, ganun kalayo. And noong time na yun, wala naman sila ng mga means ng transportation na meron tayo ngayon. So, but despite this being a long, challenging journey, they were able to complete it, scout the land, and go back with a report after 40 days. Ganong katindi tong mga warrior na to. And not only that, I, I believe they were trained and e- equipped to fight in case may mga makaharap sila. Kasi kung sino-sino lang ipapadala nila, it's gonna be a risk. Kasi kung may hina yung mga ipapadala nila for the mission, hindi makabalik yung mga warriors with the report. So I, that's why I believe uh, these men are really trained and equipped for that special mission. And true enough, after 40 days, the men that they have sent came back with the reports. So, nauna yung 10 spies. And what happened, pag binasa yung Numbers chapter 13, these 10 spies gave a bad report. And in effect, as a result, the, the people of Israel... Um, were cowered in fear and then they trembled and then as a result they grumbled towards God and they rebelled against Him. But then there's these two men uh, by the name of Caleb and Joshua who responded uh, differently. They responded not in fear but in faith. And that's why God actually even commended Caleb in uh, Numbers chapter 14 verse 24. Sabi ni God, My servant Caleb he has a different spirit. We have read that passage earlier. So I, I like that phrase, uh, a different spirit. A different spirit. We can see this that even in the olden days, God's people are called to live differently. And even to this very day, even to the times that we are in, the same way we are called to live differently. And every crisis is actually an opportunity for us to live differently and be, and be a testimony for His glory. Every crisis is an opportunity for us to live differently and be a testimony for His glory. So going back to Caleb, ito yung question natin. What was so different about Caleb that God was actually pleased with him? What was so different about him that God delighted in him and caused him to receive what was promised. So, um, for tonight, uh, three things that we will look into. Caleb was different because he fearlessly held onto these three things. First is God's purpose. Next is God's promise. Then lastly, God's presence. So, let's start with God's purpose. Numbers chapter 14 verse 8. Ito yung response nila Caleb. If the Lord delights in us, he will bring us into this land and give it to us, a land that flows with milk and honey. And I highlighted that uh, phrase, He will. 
God will. Because what God wills, what God wills to happen is tied to His purpose. What God wills to happen is tied to His purpose. That's why I want us to embrace this truth that the facts does not define the outcome. It is the Lord's purpose that will prevail. The facts does not define the outcome. It is the Lord's purpose that will prevail. Yun yung pinangawakan ni Caleb and Joshua. Yung purposes ni God. Yes, may, na-receive nila, dala-dala nila yung reports after scouting the land. They made their, their task to research, to observe. But more than that, he held on to the purposes of God. I like this um, um, comment, commentary, no? the Bible exposition commentary by Warren Wiersbe. Allow me to read this to you. The ten spies looked at God through the difficulties, while Joshua and Caleb looked at the difficulties through what they knew about God. What about us today? Which one are we? Are we gonna be like those ten spies? Or are we gonna be like Caleb and Joshua? Who is looking at the facts, who is looking at the reports in light of who God is, in light of His purposes. Aside from holding on to the purpose of God, Caleb also fearlessly held on to the promises of God. We know that in starting pa lang ng Numbers chapter 13 verse 1 and 2, sinabi na doon na, sinabi ni God na, I'm about to give this land to you. And despite the facts na madiscover nila, malaman nila upon scouting the land, yung promise ni God, andun pa hindi nagbago yun. And we also know that this promise was given first to Abraham in Genesis chapter 15. And from generations down the line, this promise is still the same. Nagbago yung situation, nagbago yung circumstances, nagbago yung challenges, but the promise remains the same. Which leads us to this truth that I want us to embrace. The facts of life does not change the promises of God. The facts of life does not change the promises of God. It tells us that the situations might change, but His words, His promises remains. Uh, I like um, this passage in Numbers chapter 23, verse 19. God is not man that He should lie, or a son of man that He should change His mind. Has He said, and will He not do it? Or has He spoken, and will He not fulfill it? This is our confidence. God is truthful to his words. God is a promise giver and he is a promise keeper. He is faithful all the way to the end. That's why let me ask you, what are those promises that you have received from God for for yourself, for your loved ones, for your families, for your friends, promises to God for your campus, promises to God for our nation, promises, promises to God for the situation that we are in right now. No matter what, uh, no matter what the reports that we get, no matter what the facts that we discover, I want to encourage all of us to continue to go back, keep going back to the promises of God, keep declaring those promises to our situation, keep believing and keep holding on and keep receiving that by faith, because again, the facts of life does not change the promises of God. And lastly, um, Caleb fearlessly held on. To the presence of God. In Numbers chapter 14 verse 9, it says there, 
Only do not rebel against the Lord, and do not fear the people of the land, for they are bread for us. Their protection is removed from them, and the Lord is with us. Highlight that phrase, the Lord is with us, so do not fear them. You know, what gave um, Caleb so much boldness, so much courage, so much faith, is knowing that the Lord is with them. That knowing that greater is He who is in them than, than the obstacles, than the challenges that they will face. Which leads us to this point that I want us to embrace. The facts of life does not negate the presence of God. The facts of life does not negate the presence of God. In fact, kung ano man yung madiscover natin, kung ano man yung harapin natin, kung ano man yung mga reports, kung ano man yung mga sitwasyon na meron tayo, it, it only proves to us how much we need the presence of God in our lives. It reminds us, it helps us realize, o oh, nga no, kailangan ko pala yung presensya ng Panginoon sa buhay ko. Naalala ko nga rin si Dr. Rice Brooks in his book na God's Not Dead. Sabi niya, the existence of evil is not evidence of God's absence in the universe, but evidence of His, hab- of his absence from our lives. So what about us today? Do we really recognize the presence of God in our lives? That in itself is more than enough. And going back to the Israelites in Numbers chapter 14, um, it says there, pag binasa yung Numbers chapter 14 verses uh, 2 to 4, that these people, because of so much fear, because of that wrong understanding, because of uh, what they are experiencing, and they have they are wearing the wrong lens instead of faith they are looking at things through the lens of fear because of that they grumbled and they rebelled against God and ito yung mga inexclaim nila diba nagreklamo sila why is the Lord bringing us into this land to fall by the sword our wives and our little ones will become a prey would it not be better for us to go back to Egypt and they said to one another let us choose a leader and go back to Egypt Mas gugustuhin pa nila na bumalik na lang sa Egypt, sa dating buhay nila. Their old way of living, to their, their, to their lives that are enslaved by the Egyptians. And as I was reflecting on this, no, I realized that when our comfort is threatened, when our security is at stake, when fear overwhelms us, all of us have a tendency to want to go back to our Egypt whatever that Egypt represents in our in our lives, our old way of living, our old ways. But here's also another thing that I realized while uh, meditating, studying these uh, passages, that God is not just concerned with, bring, with bringing people out of Egypt. He is more concerned with bringing Egypt out of their hearts. Let me repeat that. God is not just concerned with bringing people out of Egypt. He's more concerned with bringing Egypt out of their hearts. So let me end with this. Fast forward thousands of years later, God sent a leader to do that. Someone greater than Caleb and Joshua. A servant who leads his people out of their Egypts and leads the people into the purposes, into the promises, and into the presence of God. This fearless warrior fought for us at the cross. He defeated sin, our final enemy. 
And I'm talking about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And through Christ, may God, uh, may God grant us the grace and wisdom to live out a life that holds on to His purpose, to His promise, and to His presence. In light of who Christ is, I pray that we will have a shift in perspective. That whenever um, we look at the reports, whenever we, we look at the facts, we will live and respond differently because we are His people. And let me just take this time to pray. Uh, Lord, maraming salamat po for your truth, for your word. Lord, uh, we ask Holy Spirit to help us reflect on your truth and help us be changed by your truth. Lord God, remind us of your purpose. Remind us of your presence, Lord God. Remind us of your promises. And yun, yun nawa, Panginoon, ang panghawakan namin. Huwag namin bitawan. Ang dami pong mga kaguluhan nangyayari sa paligid namin ngayon. But I pray, Lord God, that in light of the gospel, in light of who you are, in light of your purpose, your, your promises and presence, I pray that we will look at the facts, we will look at, at uh, the reports differently. We will choose to live differently the same way. And Lord, gamitin niyo po kami to help other people live differently in light of who you are the same way. Lord, maraming salamat po. Lord, uh, bless every student or every person and the families that they represent, Lord God. Yung mga sudyante na nanonood ngayon, Lord God, yung sons and daughters mo, let them know that you care for them truly. That you, you even sent your one and only son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for all of us. And let the truth sink in us and comfort us. And baguhin niyo po kami, Lord. Maraming salamat po. We honor you and we give you praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.